live. Fantasy football is here. The wait is over. And no better way to start the season than Lions Chiefs Thursday night. If you're listening to this, there will not be another weekend without football until February. What a beautiful world we are settling into. I will be your tour guide throughout it all. Welcome to Hank's Hot Takes Fantasy Football DHS Alumni Week 1. We got a great show for you to get the season underway. We're going to talk to last year's champ, Jeffy B. We're going to go through some pro football, some college football. We got some team names. Everyone's got new names. We're going to talk through those. Week one matchups. We got some big early matchups. Excited to see the teams out on the gridiron. And then, of course, we'll end with a little HHT parlay. We got a four-legger this week uh, that I think is going to hit. So all of that on Hank's Hot Takes. And welcoming in the 2022 champion, donning a new team name, Ladies and gentlemen, Jeffrey motherfucking Baldus, a.k.a. The Foggy Dew. Yep. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Hank, for having me on for another year of Hank's Hot Takes. And um, I look forward to another year of 2023 and get this ball rolling in some football. So can't wait. Oh, dude, I, I love it. I'm I'm so glad you're on. Um First thing we're going to do here, JB, is we're going to take a look at 2022, man. It was an incredible year for Team Yamaha Red, and I want to I want to pick your brain and I want to hear some stories. So you went, you, you got into the playoffs six and eight. We had four teams that year on our side of the division and when i say our side um i mean the um we were the the tarpon division six and eight uh you snuck into the playoffs um and what are are your thoughts heading into the playoffs in 2022 um so it was kind of questionable the last week to even get into the playoffs. I believe there's like four of us fighting for like two spots. And um, I knew I was kind of good just for the, with the points for, but um, I was able to secure a spot, even though I lost to cookie on the last week. And um, from there, I was just happy to get in. And honestly, as long as you get in, anything can happen. So as long as the ball bounces your way a couple of times, you got to feel good just to get in and be part of the dance. Yeah, absolutely. And it was, it was one of the more electric final weeks with so many teams still in it. Five teams ended at six and eight. And, you know, so you, you sneak in, you, you get into the five seed and uh, you got to feel good in the, in the round one, you went up against me in backstraps or bust and, um, I had really no business being in the playoffs, but um, I got in, you know, hoping I could make a little noise, but only scoring 80 points is never going to get it done. But you go out there and you score almost 150. And uh, are you feeling like the team is clicking? Did that feel lucky? Because, I mean, 150 points is uh, is no joke. Yeah, that one, um, that one felt pretty good. You had uh, Jonathan Taylor go out in that 
game, which hurts you really bad. I don't know if it would have really mattered because 150 is a lot to catch, but um, that hurt for you for sure. And then um, honestly, I was feeling pretty good after that. And then um, it turns out I had Van Hoof, and um, I was able to squeak by that game barely. And then uh, yeah, the rest was kind of history. But it felt good that week one really got the ball going as far as momentum going. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right, and. Uh... If memory serves, uh, Eric Cook picked away from you because he had the option to pick either you or Eric Skyver. If I'm if I'm if I'm correct, is that right? Yes, that is correct. And he went with uh, obviously Skyver. And if he would have went with me, he would have got it done. Um, he won anyways, but um, I think it would have been a different outcome. I wouldn't have won if. Cookie doesn't pick me, I believe. Right, and, and so so Cook and Skyver have an absolute shootout, 140, 133, and then uh, yourself and the commish, you know, have a more modest battle in the 90s. But yet, but at any rate, you make it to the championship game, and what a what a weird world for fantasy football that we got into. We had um, obviously the Demar Hamlin injury. Um, Certainly, that's far more important than fantasy football, but it did certainly throw a wrench into things. So talk me through, how did you and Cookie, you know, remind us, how did this all play out? Yeah, so obviously the uh, the Hamler uh, incident happened, and um, it was a very tight game, but it kind of looked like Josh Allen was probably going to get it done for me. So in a group chat with him and the commissioner, we just decided to, the best thing to do was just keep that score what it is and then just finish it in the first round of the playoffs with a different opponent. And, uh, yeah, that's kind of what we decided on, and it, it worked out. The, re- the rest is history. Yeah, it, it absolutely is, man. And how how good does that mug feel? <laughs> it feels amazing, dude. It's, it's why you play. I'm hoping you get one sooner than later because it does feel really good, dude. Um, I have it on a shelf, uh, just kind of, just kind of as a trophy, you know. So it feels good, dude. And what a mighty trophy she is. Uh, and and who knows, maybe Jeffy B is gonna make it go at back to back here. But let's let's turn the page, Jeff Balls. Everyone is now zero and zero. Everybody's got teams. Everyone is settling in for a long season. And we started off with our hometown team. We got Lions. We got Chiefs. Thursday night football. Before we get into anything fantasy-wise, talk to me about Lions. How you feel and talk to me about Thursday night. I, I, I got goosebumps just saying it out loud. <laughs> Dude, I feel like it's all I've been thinking about since they announced that schedule of us playing the opener against Kansas City and now we're on the eve of it finally being here like it almost feels like Christmas because man I can't wait to see the boys in Honolulu and blue go out there and uh right into chief kingdom and I think we'll get her done dude personally I know what I know that's Kool-Aid drinking but if there's ever if there's ever a time dude this is the team to just jump on and ride it well I I think you hit the nail on the head, Jeff, because if the Lions completely drop the ball this season, they're 
eight and nine or worse, we've had our heart broken a million times. This is, it'll be the same old shit if that's the case, but like, why not buy in? Why not get it with Dan Campbell, little Jared Goff and say, you know what? I think the NFC belongs in Detroit. I'm, I'm all in um, playing against the Chiefs in prime time. Um, I, I, what a great measuring stick to start the season. Uh, d- doesn't matter who's on the other side of the of the field, regardless if they're injured or not. You got Andy Reid. That's all you're going to need. And there's a there's one fella on that team by the name of Patrick Mahomes who can who can do just about anything. So I'm I'm fired up. I'm all in drinking the Dan Campbell Kool Aid, and um, I. I'm going to be Lions money line tomorrow. It's I think it's only plus 190, but I am no doubt ready to financially and emotionally be hurt by this team again. Man, I love that, dude. Um we'll get into it, but that was actually my my team. You told me to get a team and I I know it's a homer pick, but I got to ride the Lions this week. Um obviously I'm not big sports better, but that I'm I'm so in on the Lions that I think every week you should just bet it, dude. <laughs> oh, I, I love that so much. Yeah, we, we will certainly get into the parlay um, as we go down uh, down through the rest of the slate here. Um, but the first thing I want to do to kind of crack open the fantasy uh, the fantasy book here is we got 10 new team names, Jeff Baldis, and we'll certainly introduce them as we go through our matchups. But I'd be curious if you have a favorite. I'd be curious if some confuse you, like in years past with me, ones you don't like. C- call a few things out here team-wise, and, and I'll do the same. Yeah, that sounds good. So um, the one that uh, sticks out to me, which is like the one I really like, and I don't even really know why I like it, but it's uh, Skyver's team. It's just bull- Bullfrog. Um, I don't really understand it, but I like the name. But uh, last year, I believe I was, I really liked Moe's team called Tarpon. So maybe it's just like a one word I like. I don't know. But I, I really like Bullfrog. If I were to pick a team name, I, I, I love it. Uh, just just to the point, just Bullfrog. What a, what a great team name. <laughs> I, I, I completely agree with you. Um, I got a shout out, uh, Jacob Van Hoof's team name uh, of can't sleep, need more players. I always love when a team name spawns from the draft weekend. And in this instance, you know, the additional layer of how frequent Van Hoof has been uh, vocal about how bad Brett is as a fantasy owner. And then Brett has a little drunk slip and says, can't sleep, need more players in referencing when Jacob's former team name was mostly black players. So Van, Van Hoof running it with a, an absolute insult into BK's face, and he'll have to look at it for 13 weeks. Uh, and then, hey, hey, Captain Jack, out of the Eric Cook camp, uh, that's, uh, that was one of the horses at the Minneapolis horse track that we were at that, uh, hit us on a couple of trifectas. So th- those are the two I got to shout out for sure. Yeah. I like, I like both of the, both of them. I didn't, I actually didn't know the Van Hoof story. So that's really funny. Um, pretty sure they're rivals too, which makes it even better. Um, 
and yet the cookie one's really good. He told me that in the car coming home. And um, I was like, yeah, that's not, that's real nice. Um, another one I like is uh, Tolliver's. It's just Grouch's Royal Flush. I think it's kind of funny. He puts Grouch in there and kind of a casino vibe. So I kind of like Tolliver's too. Yeah, a- absolutely. And uh, it's um, it's worth noting that here at uh, 9.15, Wednesday evening, speaking of Tolliver and Grouch's Royal Flush, he just dropped John Mechie third and added Zach Moss. So Tal already on the waiver wire. <laughs> oh, man, already crunching, crunching numbers. I like it. I like he's, it. He's already, I, pa- I he's already a, panicking. I, yeah, he's already overthinking it. That's not good for Tal. But, um, hey, you never know. It could hit. Hey, but, I mean uh, – Cooper Cup goes down. You added Tyler Higby could be a could be a savvy play in these first few weeks. Jeff Baldus. Oh yeah, thank you. I'm one of the ones that have made a move too already. But um, yeah, I don't know. Questionable. So I was like, I just need a little insurance. So I just made the move today. On. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's a good move. Honestly, my last uh. My last team name shout out is just the the brand that is Matt Munzel, and it's always an always sunny in Philadelphia team names. Um, that's that's legendary stuff. That well, one that show is legendary, but two Munz continues to find the funnier the funnier parts of that show and um, adding them to a team name. So always got to shout out Munz. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. That's a really funny episode too. When I saw that name, I had to like, I remembered what episode it was, and man, I, I just started laughing in my head. So uh, kudos to Munzee for always repping, always sunny, and um, we'll see. I mean, eventually, I mean, I, I wonder how many more he's got. <laughs> I, 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 plenty. I, I think there's plenty in the tank from the always sunny in Philadelphia camp. I mean, just off the top of my head, I got a couple that he could roll with, but I'll leave that to the master himself. Um, But I guess let's make fantasy football picks, Jeff Baldus. Oh man, that's me. Man, we've been waiting, waiting all off season for this. So I can't wait to get into the matchups and, um, at the end of this, there's going to be six happy teams and four unhappy teams. So this this kicks it this kicks us off. Yes, it sure does. Well, you got a completely empty slate, so you you find a matchup you want to break down first, and I'm all in. Yeah, that sounds good. I am. I'm looking at the. Uh, it's a nice matchup. This matchup is of two teams from last year. I'm looking at Captain Jack versus Bullfrog for week one matchup. Uh, I love this. This is Hey Hey Captain Jack going up against Bullfrog. Two teams that as of last year and in previous years are successful. Know how to score points. Um, One Still looking for a mug, but has been really on the precipice the last couple of years. Just sometimes Lady Luck not on his side. But it's a new year. Records are 0-0. Um, looking at the two teams, uh, I like Cook's team just 
that's not my selection. Still kind of working through it. But any team that's got Mahomes, you're certainly going to love. Um, Jameer Gibbs, a potential make-or-break guy for him this year. Certainly nice having a lion. Uh, DJ Moore out of Chicago, I think, is going to play a pretty pivotal role in that offense with a young and up-and-coming quarterback and at the end of the day if Travis Kelsey comes back you're going to have Mahomes and Kelsey as a stack always going to be tough to deal with but Skiv did a good job this year I I liked his team um, before the trade but certainly going and trading Burrow for Lawrence um, getting that stack that seems so popular in our league and, you know, taking a big gamble on the rookie and B. John Robinson. I think Cooks, or excuse me, Skyver's team is going to be good this year, if not great, but I don't think you mess with Eric Cook here in week one. So give me, hey, hey, Captain Jack, going to start the season off 1-0. and Wow, all right. That's, that's, that's spicy, my man. I am, um, I'm thinking opposite of you. I am, um, I don't love Cook's team that much, to be honest. Sorry, Cookie, but um, he's got the Mahomes and Kelsey stack, which is really great. But I just think Devontae Smith, he might struggle a little bit against New England week one. And I think Alexander might be on more for Green Bay. And I think his receivers are going to struggle pretty pretty hard this week. And I, I, two guys I really like are Waddle and Ridley. And uh, Skyver's got him. And I really like Skyver's team compared to a lot of other teams. So I'm riding with Bullfrog over Captain Jack. And uh looks like the first matchup, we, we got a difference, my man. I uh, Dude, I love it. So you're on Skiv, I'm on Cook. That's phenomenal. And uh, to your point about Waddle and Ridley, I mean, that's there's um, there are some dogs over on the on team bullfrog so uh certainly not saying he has a bad team i just i've i've been bitten by playing against patrick mahomes too many times and so so that that's where my, my allegiance is going to lie in matchup number one um good luck to both of the erics um matchup number two we got toe knife versus backwood backwoods cleopatra Lots of team name options for Mo this year. Was curious if he was going to reference the Guatemalan 21, which it would appear he did in the um, in the nickname portion uh, as G21. But back backwoods Cleopatra, I'll be curious to get a more in-depth and astute reasoning from the punishment czar himself when he is on in just a few weeks. Going up against Toe Knife and Matt Munzel. Jeffy B, uh, I guess I'll, I'll leave the floor to you to make the first selection. Sounds good, my man. Um, I'm also a little confused on the Mo name. Wait for him to get on and explain it. A lot of other people, too. I'm a little confused, like Brett. But um, so this matchup's nice. Um, I am going to lock in. Uh, I'm going to go with Mo on this matchup. I just, I think his big three and Lamar, CMC, and Saquon are going to be enough right out of the gates for him to win a lot of games here early. And then, um, I mean, I think Metcalf and Evans can get it done also. Um, Munzee, 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 Munzee,
St. Brown's a dog. Um, but I'm just, I just, I'm not a, I just like Mo's team a lot better, to be honest. And I feel like I've always been a little pro Mo compared to other people in this league. I feel like I like the way he drafts teams compared to other people. So I, I'm going to ride with Mo on this week and uh, see how he does. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's really well said. Um, Mo's team at the start of week one, when everyone's records are 0 and 0, everyone in his lineup are like likable fantasy football relevant maybe a few years ago, but their their household names, Lamar Jackson, Christian McCaffrey, Saquon, DK, Mike Evans, George Pickens is coming around. You got TJ Hawkinson and Juju Smith Schuster. All names that I guarantee my wife is familiar with. Like it's just a fun team to look at. And I think in week one, it's going to be enough to outlast Herbert and Eckler. Um if you're Munns and Amon Ross St. Brown week one, we're going to have to see who else can catch the ball uh, other than Amon Ra, or else he's just going to get doubled all year long. And this is certainly no dig at Munns' team. I think he is a good team as well, but I think Mo has the benefit of everybody set their lineups pretty much the same way that they drafted them. And there hasn't been too much time for tinkering injuries and trades. that most team is still playing on the same battlefield as everyone else. So for week one, I like the backwoods Cleopatra uh, in a close one because Munz has got a good team, but yeah, I'm rolling with you, Jeffy B. Give me Mo. Awesome, man. So, uh, We'll probably get it done then, I'm thinking. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, those are two good teams. Be curious to see how, how Mo handles it this year after being selected as the clear favorite to take last place. Uh, again, Mo receiving six of the 10 votes in the champ and chump selection. So ho- hopefully Mo can get off on the right start and both you and I can start one and oh. Yep. Yep. I like that. So <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Hey, next, Mr. Baldus. We got two good ones left. Yeah, let's go with the, uh, um, a pretty good looking matchup. Say that one more time. Yeah, let's um let's go with that the Havlin matchup versus the the Brett matchup. Perfect. We got a little and uh this is just you know uh, again on par for Brett. Juice in the drought. Uh, I'm I'm sure there's either a too much reasoning or, or, or none at all. And that, that seems to be the way Brett rolls team name wise going up against summer breeze. Jake Havlin electing to choose himself as this year's champion. It's a bold statement, but we'll see if it pays off for the two time mug holder. Jeffy B talk me through this one. Yep. Sounds good. So, um, Happy was also my pick to win the whole league. I really, I think he's got a juggernaut of a team this year. Even with uh, little Jonathan Taylor trouble early, his team still looks really solid. Um, 
So I got, I actually have Summer Breeze in a, in a pull away here. Uh, pretty big win. Maybe the biggest one of the matchups. Um, I just think his running backs and Aaron Jones mixing and Jamal Williams is going to be an absolute monster for the first like three games until uh, see if Kamara comes back and kind of gets back to his 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 ways a little bit. Um, and then he's got the old uh, the Allen and Diggs Monday night, which is just terrifying. That they're definitely going to score a touchdown together. And who knows how many points Allen is going to score on Monday night. So I got Summer Breeze pretty good. And um, BK's team, man, I don't know. Um, Hertz, Hertz and Andrew are really nice. But besides that, nothing really, I don't know, pops out to me that good right now. But it's, we'll see what happens. It's a long season. Yeah, I, I think that's super well said. Brett's team has... So much upside, but it's it's all high risk, high reward, and you're hoping Tony Pollard is going to step into the RB1 role in Dallas and be a stud. You're hoping Ramondre, Ramondre Stevenson takes a big step up from last year. Christian Watson is going to need Jordan Love to be electric, and Drake London is going to be stellar in Atlanta. I, it all of those things are possible. I think all of those things could happen, but you're just asking for a lot, especially going up against a lot of we're comfortable knowing that Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs are the best stack out there. That's just phenomenal to have. Um, Green Bay is going to have more of a run game than a pass game, at least in week one. So favor Aaron Jones there. Joe Mixon is, is who he is in a good offense. Um, I, I, and then I, I've always been partial to Tyler Lockett as, uh, I think two years ago, he, he kept me out of turmoil in the toilet bowl. So I'm with you. I'm going summer breeze. Um, as far as the season outlook goes, his team is pretty stacked. Um, kind of got lots of different things in the wings from the bench standpoint. Um, Deandre Hopkins as wide receiver two could either make or break the year just it's Tennessee. I'm not expecting them to become this crazy pass offense in when while King Henry's still there, but I think that's nitpicking a pretty good team. So I'm with you. Give me Havy, and, and I agree. I don't think it's going to be close. All righty. That sounds good. So there's another one that uh, we agree on. Yeah. I, so, and, and a reminder last year, uh, I picked at about a 51, 52% success rate, just a, just a, just a hair over the 500 mark, meaning I really don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, but as guests, you guys picked almost at a 60%. So you guys seem to have a good thing going. So Jeffy B hoping you can keep get the, get the guests rolling on the right track here in 2023. Awesome, man. I'll do my best. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you what, week one's always it's, week one's always a little tricky because you don't really know what you're going to see out there. I, I mean, I remember Hoof last year, like total goose egg, like horrible, and then he ended up bouncing back. So week one's always a little bit of a challenge. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right, and there's um, it's partially why I'm not setting lines and or offering up five dollars against my picks because it we are we are 
for the most part, taking a few educated stabs in the dark here and just picking guys that we like in all honesty. So I, I completely agree. And our last matchup of week one, you got Grouch's Royal Flush going up against Can't Sleep, Need More Players. Two teams that I guess I, I picked Jacob Van Hoof to be my champ this year, which is some foreshadowing to my pick. Um, I like Tal's team this year. It feels like uh, Al had a stronger performance at the draft than in years past. I do, I, I think early on, Skyver wins the Burrow um Trevor Lawrence trade, but I certainly could eat those words as Joe Scheite is a bad, bad dude. Um, I'm super high on T Higgins and Chris Olave this year, thinking both of those guys are going to exceed their ADP. So no, nothing against Tall's team, but I, I just think in week one, the matchups lean Van Hoof and Justin Fields in the first two or three weeks is going to be running for his life, which will secure him so much so many points from a running quarterback that uh you know when you have three running backs in justin fields kenneth walker the third and david montgomery you know it's going to be hard to beat and even with cooper cup in his lineup still there's uh a few options in both gabe davis and michael thomas so he's a little 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 thin at the wide receiver position after a couple of injuries, but that's what sometimes that's what happens when you risk it for the biscuit in those drafts. Um, uh, again, uh, alas, a very long way to say I'm still taking Van Hoof here uh, in week one. Right on, man. Um, for, for Van Hoof, he's kind of got to get right into uh fantasy manager mode with the, with the cup injury, um, which is a risk you take. Um, I, I like his team. I mean, he's got the three weapons. I like you with the receivers. You guys did did what you did on draft day, which is much um, from both of you. And um, I really like Fields. Um, but man, I'm telling you, I like Tolliver's team a lot better. I I I'm kind of I'm on the Joe Burrow side of that trade. I think I would have rather have Burrow than Trevor Lawrence, but I, I like them both. Um, I think Nick Chubb is going to be an absolute beast, just like he always has been. And um, his three pack of receivers are as though they're not the value of like your three pack or hoofs, hoofs three pack. I still really like him. So um, I'm going to go ahead and lock in Grouch this week over the commish. Love it. Absolutely love it. Give Baldus all. Holy cow. Here we go. They are locked in to recap, Jeffy B. You got Skyver over Cook, Mortensen over Munzel, Havland over Kokalis, and Tal over the Kamesh. I think you could go 4 0. You still there? Oh, Jeff, I, I think I may have lost you. Are you still there? Well, 
Well, as Jeff is finding his way back onto the show, um, we'll go over week one, Hank's Hot Takes Parlay. Uh, we got a three-legger this week. I mentioned it was a four, but we have two guys with the same pick. So uh, this week's picks are brought to you by myself, Jeff Baldis, and Mo are sharing a selection and Jake Havlin. So without further ado, our three legger going off at plus five sixty seven, which is fifteen to win eighty five, a more than doable parlay. Mr. Baldus, do we have you? Yeah. Um I don't know. I my phone dropped it. So there's a storm coming through. I think I lost a little service, but can you hear me? Yeah, you're coming in loud and clear, man. No, no worries. Trying to trying to get you through this before that storm. It was uh, it was hectic last night, and I think it's going to be the same again tonight. So, just, just going saying the 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 week one Hank's hot takes parlay is Detroit Lions plus five and a half. Uh, that that pick was submitted by Mo Jeff. Is that all right with you, or, or did you prefer the boys' money line? Um, I. That's all right with me. I said you you ride that. All right, perfect. So Jeff and Mo coming in with Lions plus five and a half. Um, any anything further on that, Jeffy B? Any anything that you like more than just the Kool Aid? Oh, like as far as like other teams out there, no like football games. Tell, tell me why I should believe that the Lions are gonna, if not win, cover five and a half points. Well, you see, you got Kansas City. They're getting their rings, right? They're going to be all jacked up. And even if Kelsey does play, he's going to be a little limited. And um, with our revamped like, secondary and all of our rush ends, I just think we're going to get after it on the defensive side of the ball. And I know Mahomes is still Mahomes, but, man, I don't – he's got like a crazy, crazy stat line for week one games in his career. And I just, at some point, that water breaks. And I think he's going to at least throw at least one pick. So I know he doesn't have it. He's never thrown a pick in week one. So this is our time, dude. This is our time. I absolutely love it. Uh, your your counterpart, Mo, is quoted saying, Detroit Lions plus five and a half. Travis Kelsey out. I mean, come on, dude. Unquote. So Mo, 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 feeling, Mo, Mo feeling the Detroit Lions vibes and, and the potential Travis Kelsey injury. So love that first leg here. Uh, second part comes from our two-time mug holder, uh, Jake Havlin. He's going Buffalo Bills minus two and a half. And he is a, uh, I, I quote, a confirmed Aaron Rodgers hater, unquote. So Jake Havlin is not drinking the hard knocks, uh, the Hard Knocks Kool-Aid, and, and I'm not so sure I am either, although I do have Garrett Wilson. But Bills minus two and a half from Havy, and then I'm bringing us home here with the Philadelphia Eagles minus four against the New England Patriots. Um, I just think a Super Bowl contending Eagles team uh, against a trying to find their identity Patriots team that, that feels like a pretty easy line here in week one. So round that all out 20 bucks 
five bucks between the four of us brings us to a total of $113 split four ways. Hey, we'll, we'll, we'll take a little scratch anyway. We can get it. Yeah. I like all, I like all three of those bets. So uh, I'll be looking forward to seeing if they, uh, they cash. That's awesome. JB. Well, uh, that'll pretty much do it here from Hank's hot takes. Uh, Good luck to everybody this week. I'm so excited fantasy football is back. And uh, Jeff Baldus, as tradition, uh, the final word is yours, my friend. All righty. I'll keep it kind of short and sweet here. Um, good luck to everybody this year. And um, at the end of all this craziness, there'll be one one new month. And uh, um, whoever gets it, congratulations. So good luck to everybody. Well said, Jeffy B. Thanks for coming on, brother. And fellas, as always, shoo!